the Pete Carroll Show. The first word from the Seahawks head coach every Monday at 930 with Brock and Sog. Brought to you by Pizza Hut on Seattle Sports Station. For the final time this year, good morning, coach. How are you? This is the last time you're going to say something like that to me. <laughs> I know. Maybe ever. Who knows? No. Um, yeah, well, we're... We're already starting to bounce, you know, to get get going. And uh, amazingly, the, the the whole place seems to want to turn and go and, and head head to the future. So, um, players, coaches, I mean, I feel like even our, our following is is uh, very optimistic about what's coming up. And you know, this draft thing that's coming up is really enticing, you know, to to all our, of our concerns. So, uh, um, yeah, I'm fortunate that we did we ended it like that because we. Had, we went in the halftime feeling like we were ready to roll, and unfortunately, we came back out, and a couple things happened, and and they got rolling, and we couldn't stop it, you know. And so um, it was unfortunate because we really had a shot, and uh, it was exciting, and and we we expected so much weather and elements and all that in that game, and it was nothing. It was just an easy game in that regard, which what didn't hurt anything. But I was kind of I was kind of cheerleading for the for the storm, you know, <laughs> yeah, and and uh, so um, looking forward to what's coming up. Where is that San Francisco team? You talked a lot about them, Coach, to us last week and to the press of being a juggernaut and how hard it is to win 10 in a row and the respect you have for Shanahan. Is he got to see that whole crew with Debo now folded into the mix this time around. Uh, who are those 49ers? Well, they're they're a terrific club. There's no doubt about that now. And and Debo is a really he, he's a he's a big factor. He's different than other guys. And that it, our guys couldn't tackle him, you know. And we missed him probably six or seven times. And, and he goes 80 yards or 70 yards on us, you know, on a on a regular play that shouldn't even happen. It shouldn't even he shouldn't even open. We we made a huge mistake. And and uh, but it's his ability that that. He goes beyond what most guys can do, and he, it's not just us. He does it to everybody. That's why he's a fantastic player. But they have enough firepower. They have enough stuff that uh, that a young quarterback can function at that kind of level, and he's doing a good job. You know, he, he, he has some trouble throwing the ball around, and you can see at times, but there's enough opportunities, and he was really resourceful. The, the movements that he made... Our inability to get him sacked uh, really was probably a difference in the game because we had chances. He's running all over the place, and he dumps the ball to a guy that gets loose in the flat twice, you know, for big touchdown plays and uh, when the play could have been sacks. And, and so, um, you know, there's a lot going on there, a lot of positive. That's not even mentioned in their defense and then with Bosa and all those guys that are doing it on that side of the ball. It's a very difficult team. For us it isn't because we know them, we understand them, we've been around them long enough. But I think new teams having to play them here in the playoffs are going to have a tough time. It's going to be really hard for them to stop them. How far away from them are you talent-wise? Um, there's 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 a distance here. It's really because of what they got up front. Their front seven is really really well equipped. Their linebackers have been there like four years together. The same three guys playing. Uh, uh, Tufanga that, that came in just jumped right into it and became an excellent factor <clears throat> out of nowhere. You know, and and uh, he fits in like he's been there for his whole career. But the guys up front really make a difference. I mean, Armstead is un- unbelievably talented. Uh, he's a problem every snap. Bosa is a problem every snap. And we we breathe a sigh of relief when he has to take a break, you know, so we can go ahead and, and get after it. And uh, those guys make enough stuff happen, and they demand so much focus in the game plan and in the approach because they're going to do something to you if you don't, um, that that's, that's a big difference than what we, what we have. So, so to turn that back to your roster, which guys on your team are, would you put in that category? Who, who on your defense is a problem on every snap for another team? 
Uh, you know, I think Jordan Brooks is one of those guys, you know, and uh, I think Dizzy's one of those guys on the back end. Tariq's becoming that, and it could, you know, uh, be a factor. Um, the the problem is it, it to really be effective, it needs to be up front. <laughs> you need to have those guys that can really do stuff that cause the, the problem, run in, pass every snap. you got to run the other way. you got to look out. you got to cut them off. Those, those are the factors. It's like the factor that, that Aaron Donald brings. That factor overwhelms the game plan, and, and it, it becomes you know a distraction to the rest of it if you can't handle those guys. That's where you you see the teams that really have the big-time potential defensively. They've got a couple guys or at least one guy that you really have to contend with. I was saying to Salk earlier, to me, it was beneficial for the Mariners to play the Astros, the World Series winning Astros, and to stack up against the very, very best because it adds clarity to where you are and where they are. To see these 49ers in the playoff, to have that experience, to have that moment for this young group and all of your rookies to have that experience, how beneficial both on Saturday but much more importantly moving forward. No, you, you know, you, you've heard me say, Brock, that you know, you've got to play teams like that and you've got to beat teams like that if you're going to win the whole thing. And and so there we were. You know, we went in at halftime and we were on it, you know, and, and uh, that was a real moment for us to, you know, to capsule, capitalize on and we just couldn't get it done as we, we faltered there, you know, in the, as the fourth quarter got rolling. And uh, But... Of course, you know if we if we stay on top of that game and win that game, there's no stopping us. And uh, um, so, uh, those it is important. It is valuable. It is a marker. Um, but f- fortunately for us, if they're going to be the best team in, in the NFL when this thing's all over with, we're okay about that. We 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 can go play those guys. We're we're comfortable with it. Um, we know them. Uh, we probably know them as well as anybody. And so um, you know that's. That's good to know, and uh, you know we'll wish them the best, and and, um, and hope hope they can go ahead and get all the way through it and have all those issues, <laughs> <laughs> the challenges of winning and yeah. and what happens afterwards. We uh, you mentioned there sort of you know moving forward, excitement about the draft. I'm excited to talk to you about it a little bit. Obviously, we haven't throughout the year because you're focused on what's happening during the season, but it is pretty cool having pick five and either 19 or 20, depending on what happens tonight. Uh, before you can get to any of it, I would think getting your quarterback situation straightened away for next year would be a, a just an enormous um, first step. How do you feel about your quarterback room heading into next season? Well, I, I do know how, how our guys felt about their experience. You know, we, we love our guys. And, and uh, how do they feel about Gino? He had the time of his life and, and uh, would like nothing more than to be with us and, and moving forward. And Drew had a, had a, a great uh, you know, first year with us as well and, and uh, felt like the relationships, uh, what we know about the, our, our guys, what they know about us is as heightened as it could be for the positive. You know, we're, we're, we're really looking forward to getting all that done. Can you afford to spend big money at the quarterback position? And I ask because this has been one of these debates that circled about, you know, once you pay your quarterback near the top of the market, what does it do to the rest of a salary cap roster, et cetera? You mentioned, I think it was a week ago, that you really liked what your system does in order to help make life easier for a quarterback. Can you afford to pay big money for a quarterback, or can you afford not to pay big money for a quarterback? <laughs> well, if you want to have one of the top guys in the NFL, you, you know you're going to have to go get it. And uh, uh, so Gino's aware, aware of what the situation is too. He wants to have a good team around him also, and so we'll try to figure out you know the best way that we can and see see where we are. That's what free agency is all about for the players. You know, so this is their time of year, and. 
and uh, you know Gino doesn't you know he hasn't been approached yet but uh, he'll he'll find that out but I know he knows this is the best place for him he knows that we we understand him and appreciate and love everything that he brings in, in the leadership and he loves his guys and his team and his coaches all of that so it's a big love fest and, and we need to you know figure it out and, and make all the right decisions can we afford to well if you want to have a great player you get you know you got to pay for stuff and, and we've we've not understood that over the years um, and there and we've been through it you know so we do know we, we know where we're going with this thing and uh, we're going to you know try to make all the right choices there's difficult choices this is the business time of the year fortunately johnny's you know running this end of it and he, he'll do a great job with it he's been through it a million times knows what we're up against and uh we have a lot of really as always a lot of really difficult decisions to make to move forward <clears throat> all the while we've got this beautiful opportunity in the draft coming up you know it's not just the first pick or this first two picks it's the first four or five picks you know that we have that put us in position to really uh, you know be able to have an impact Pete, I know more than anybody else. I think 13 years of being around you, you visualize the positive in players and personnel more than anyone, uh, certainly in that position that I've ever been around. So you're going to tell me you were not surprised by anything Gino did because you knew it, you visualized it, you saw it ahead of time. But now that the hay is totally in the barn, the season is over, and there's a little bit of retrospect before moving forward. What was the aspect of his game on, off the field, that was the most pleasant surprise? Well, first off, I'm going to tell you, I, I, I think I've said it a number of times. He has surprised me. I mean, he, I didn't realize he could go this long, this well, um, on top of it. You know, I didn't know. I didn't know until we saw that. I always knew how talented he was, and I loved his competitiveness and was rooting for him, you know. But um, he, he, you know, he extended our expectations in that he was so together you know he was so complete uh, the competitor and we were able to deal with uh his personality of it you know he's a feisty guy and he he gets pissed and, and just like anybody else could and it, it can work against him we understood that about him and 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 we're able to navigate that uh you know, Dave Canales did an incredible job and and, and Kerry Joseph in, in helping Gino find his uh, his connection to his really the greatness that he he has and uh so um, I, I think that the, the most outstanding aspect was his consistency in maintaining a high level of, uh, of kind of poise about this whole thing with all that went on. You know, he could have been rushed with, with the, you know, the excitement and, and get caught up in it and the talk. And, and he just handled himself one, one opportunity after another and just kind of, we just kept on, man, that's our guy, man. Look at, listen to him, watch him. And he kept coming through. And so, um, that I think, and also that he's he's proven that he can he can play well, you know, in the difficult situations, and can bring you back, and can can finish the game, and, and all that. He goes into this game against the Niners. He's nine for ten in the first half. What do you, that's what we're talking about. I mean, executed his butt off in, in against the most difficult uh, defense that you could go against in the most difficult of situations, in, in you know the heightened moment of the the playoffs, and came through. So th- those are the things. You know, he he's a winner, and uh, we're lucky to to have had this experience with him, and I hope we can do some more. Have you guys started? those conversations with him about returning next year there's been the preliminary you know the setups and stuff knowing that there's a time frame and all that and um but we're not not steeped in it at all yet and uh you know it, it was yesterday or something you know it was yesterday. <laughs> yeah whatever you know, so, <laughs> as soon as the game ends yeah so um <laughs> but we're, we're on our way and we, you know feel assured that john's all over it he, he, he's got it going um let's talk about your defense
defense, and I know that was a, a challenge yesterday or on Saturday rather, and, and watching the Niners kind of do some real damage to it. You made the switch this year to the three four, and we've kind of talked about it on and off after a year of looking at it. Are you still comfortable with that new style of defense? How do you feel about it? Yeah, we're going to con- continue to grow, and and uh, we it, it was it was a start with us in in. in the three four thing is not the issue, okay? But it is conceptually the issue that we did we did adjust some stuff, and we didn't transition as fast as we needed to. It took us too long, and uh, we we struggled throughout the season. You could see us have ups and downs with it as we were able to capture some stuff. We had so much newness on our team, and and with the complexity of the system, it just was it was hard. And so we, even up until the end of this this game, you know we break a freaking run fit and he goes 60 something yards on the plate should have been nothing you know and, and so those are that's that's not scheme as much as it is the connection of the scheme and the players and the guys making the, the, the things happen as they need to and we can just be so much better we can be so much better there's so much newness in the mistakes that we made it's second containing the runs as they break the line of scrimmage really fundamental things that young players don't make the right decisions on all the time and and uh, so we have to you know, we have to draw all that together. It's a great challenge. I'm 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 diving in as deep as I can dive on this thing to to make sure that this defense is our defense, it's not somebody else's, and and it's really a combination of all of the great things that we know we can do. So I'm really looking forward to it. Um, we can't help but get better. <laughs> We're just going to get so much better. And uh, it starts up front. Really, it starts up front. We have to we have to play the running game way better than we did. We we knew we made some concessions in what we were doing starting out, and we didn't control it well enough, and it got away from us. And uh, so that's it's stuff that we can really fix. It's it's right there in front of us. So uh, we'll be at it. You know, it'll be personnel um, as well as, as what we're doing scheme wise. And guys got to get better. We're going to see so much improvement from the young guys. You know, and Tandem Muse and, and and Cody. You know, got there trying to figure out that that attack. Um, it's a challenge. It's really complex and, and intricate and all of that. They did okay, but uh, they'll do way better. And the guys that will be competing for those spots, Jordan coming back. Not having Jordan is a big deal, but we didn't play great then either. You know, we had our ups and downs were all throughout the season. The consistency, the inconsistency, is something I just can't tolerate. I can't. I I, I hate it, and that's just not the way we want to go. So we're gonna we're gonna get this fixed up. You know, a year ago, Shane Waldron was a first-time play caller, and I thought I saw huge steps this season and creativity and innovation and just confidence that comes with experience. How would you assess Clint Hurt's season and the growth that he can make from year one to two as well? Yeah, well, there is there is a, a large amount for you know, whether you're a first-year player or first-year coach in a, in a situation. There is an opportunity for great growth, and uh, Clint Clint has it nailed. He's got. Uh, the command of what it takes to run the run the whole thing. He's got uh, leadership. He's got smarts. He's got uh, the the consistency and the discipline of it. Now we need to build it all around so it's all complete. Uh, scheme wise, we'll, we'll be cleaning things up. Um, you know, Personnel wise, we'll be cleaning things up, and we'll be better too as a staff together. Number five. I mean, I know you say you got five good picks this year, but you guys have never picked this high at any point in your time here. I mean, even even at the very beginning when you took Russ Russell Kung, it was at number six. Yeah. How? What? What are you looking for? I mean, what? What? What is not? I know not necessarily who, which person or which position, <laughs> but what? Telling you nothing. <laughs> what traits are you looking for? What the first, the most important thing is that you know 
we are the ones that know what we're doing and nobody else knows. So we're not going to go very deep into any of it <laughs> other than the fact that it is a great, it is a great opportunity for us. And it's the, the, those first, you know, one, two, one, two, you know, you come right back, uh, you know, those picks are just an enormous opportunity for us to hit it, you know, and if we can be anywhere near as effective as we were this year and as we've been in the past, we can hit it. This opportunity is so, so rare, you know, like, like we're saying, we're always picking at the bottom of the, you know, the 25th or 26th or somewhere down in there. And it's just a totally different experience. So um, we hope to really capture this. And um, there's opportunities galore. You know, they're all over the place. And so we need to cash in on it. It's a dream come true for Johnny to have this chance to do this. And uh, the fact that the cap is in, in good order as well to support us through free agency and, and give us our chances there, um, this is just one of those moments. So we've got to capture it. And I, I, our team knows that. They, I mean, we all know that. And the fans know that. And so we got to do a good job with it and hope we hit it. It's still a freaking crapshoot. <laughs> You're rolling the dice, you know. You, you do everything you can to figure out everything that nailed every factor and it's still really you know it's, it's a mystery that continues to show itself so um but we're, we're really looking forward to it your biggest takeaway from all of your exit interviews with the players yesterday was what um well probably uh, there's some stuff i'm not going to tell you <laughs> just because sorry but um yeah there's you're right there were some <laughs> but um i don't want to divulge it but i i, I think uh you know, probably talking to um, the numbers of guys I got to and feeling their attitude about us. I think that's – it's not just one guy. It was um, everybody that, that I talked to, and I didn't get to talk to every player, but I talked to a bunch, and I'm in the midst of talking to our coaches as well right now. Uh, there is a – you know, there's a feeling about, about being a Seahawk right now that is as strong as I can ever remember it. And uh, – um, there's a positive. There's a. These guys are grateful. Their, their gratitude for being part of this team with these guys in this moment and this opportunity is so glaringly obvious um, that uh, really we can't wait to go right back at it. We had a freaking blast. We really did, and uh, and it just didn't quite get us you know where we need to go. But which we're just you know, and I didn't talk about maybe as much as I could have about how young we are, but. Um, there's so much growth that's going to 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 imagine how much uh Charles and Abe are going to know about the game differently than what they you know they knew this year they'll be you know Brock you, you know how that goes mm-hmm. there's so much such a jump that is made here your clarity of vision and awareness and insight and and, uh, and communications and all of that stuff I mean, think of that's going to be compounded, not just with one or two key guys. We're talking about seven or eight or nine guys, plus the new guys that came into the program that see us for the first time and and are, you know, just kind of learning how to adapt to us. There's a tremendous amount of feeling about that. That's what I take away from it, and that's why we're we're so excited about moving forward. You mentioned it after week one, but now that the season's done, how rewarding was this year for you or validating? Yeah, you know, I'm – I. I I feel good about all that I just said, all the the way everybody has taken to this experience and how they've, uh, you know, they've felt about, you know, what what where where we've been and where we're going. I feel really good about that. I mean, we couldn't ask for more. Really, I I can't come out of a season after we just lose our last game and and feel better about the future than I do right now. I've never, other than maybe the the Atlanta year was the 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 last time, but even then it wasn't. We're a different team than then than we are now, and uh, so, you know, I just think that we're we're on a on a great track. I, I do feel okay about it. Uh, I hate being nine and eight. You know, I hate that number. You know, I, I like 
double digits in your way. There's a big distance between the losses and the wins, you know, whatever that number is. And uh, that this wasn't good enough. But there were people that thought you were going to be the worst team in the league this year. I mean, no, there, there were no. people who said this was the 30th through 32nd best roster and team heading in and questions about you and the decisions that were made and Russ, et cetera. I mean, to finish nine and eight, well, I understand it's not what you were hoping for at, you know, 12 and five. It's got to feel pretty good, right? I mean, do you take a moment to think about that? No, I, no I, I, I'm glad that we ended up winning the last couple of games and, and got ourselves a chance to be in the playoffs. You know, grateful for that. It's, you know, it's just not satisfying. It's just, you know, I'm, I'm happy about it. And, and, uh, we got to do better. Right. Well, next year, <laughs> Sorry. hopefully. Sorry, next, I, can't next get, year, hopefully. I really appreciate you trying to cheer me up on that. <laughs> <laughs> next year, it's going to end with champagne and a Gatorade bath and all of that. Yeah, let's talk crazy. about the fifth pick in two weeks and then in yeah. four weeks and then six weeks. So we'll look forward to doing <laughs> yeah, this again. What are you picking again at five? What do you want to do? You want defensive end? You, you want quarterback? What do you want to do? All right, Coach, we appreciate it. Thank you. It's been a blast, as always, through ups and downs. Thank you for uh, your honesty and the conversations and making people out there feel better every Monday morning. We've appreciated it and uh, we'll talk again soon hey, it's great to be doing it again brock good to have you back man it's fun yep. all yep, right there you go Absolutely. there's coach carroll we got to get out of here make room for bump and stacy who come up next we'll see you guys tomorrow morning 6 a.m and the hay barn see everybody get to the chopper